I don't start sensitive conversations because I don't want to get this wrong. Help. Hi there and welcome back to another episode of Sitting in a Car. I am Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car with you every week to help you raise a confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. So let's talk about not wanting to get it wrong. There are lots and lots of parts of life where we stop ourselves doing something because we don't want to get we don't want to get it wrong. Like just this week, I realized I have been trying for three months to write this piece of writing that I need to do for work, and I haven't been doing it because I don't know how to do it, and I'll probably get it wrong. <laughs> do it ass ways, whatever the way you want to describe that is. So you are not alone, my friend, in um, being worried about getting something wrong. Here's the thing. Do we ever really get something completely and utterly wrong? What's this idea of getting something wrong really about? Because in our world, what I seem to notice is we have two ways of thinking. Something is either right or something is wrong. And we want to avoid the wrong and we want to get it right. But how do we learn to get something right? How do most humans learn stuff? We learn stuff by doing it, right? experience. No amount of book learning or listening to sitting in a car or any other sort of podcast or talking to your friends is going to help you get this 100% right. And when we're talking about sensitive conversations, it can be anything. Like we all have a different um, sensitive conversation we can't do. Maybe it's consent. Maybe it's to do with puberty and body odor. Maybe it's to do with masturbation. Maybe it's to do with actual physical sexual intercourse. Maybe it's how babies are made. I don't know what your sensitive conversation is, but we all have sensitive conversations that we're afraid we're going to get wrong and we really want to get right. And because we want to get it right, we stop ourselves and close ourselves down from doing anything. Here's the thing. How could it be possible to see success as like tiny little steps? So we're not talking about getting things 100% right. What we're doing is just making one small positive change. One small positive change, not just for us, but for our kid. So here's what I mean. If we allow ourselves the chance to do a conversation and get it a bit wrong, do it a bit ways, then we are learning. Okay, so that's the first thing. When we do things us ways or wrong or not quite right, we learn something new. We might learn what we don't want to do in future. Okay, but we also might learn that actually it wasn't that bad. Or maybe it is that bad, but we still did it. The other thing we might learn is that by failing, we actually show our kids something. We give our kid the opportunity to learn something by seeing us do it. We learn something ourselves. So, for example, say I start a conversation with my kid about um, about masturbation and I go on the information that I have at the time and I say to my kid, listen, um, what I've learned about masturbation is that um, the more you do it or if you do it a lot, it's not useful for you. You sort of get distracted with your life and um, masturbation isn't great if you're doing it all the time. So I have that conversation with my kid. And then next week, I listen to sitting in a car and I realize that actually 
masturbation is really important because it helps our child learn about their body. And when they learn about their own body, that brings them one step closer to being more skillful in being able to communicate with an intimate partner. Way down the road, when they're um, older and they're having a go at intimacy and healthy, exciting sexuality, right? So I learned something new and I'm like, uh, I'm going to have to revisit that conversation I had about masturbation. I feel really icky and awkward about that because I'm the parent, I'm the adult, I should be knowing what I'm doing, right? But let's turn that on our head. How could it be possible to show our kid or model to our kid owning up to our mistakes, first of all, and also the idea of learning as we go? Because particularly in our sexuality, we all learn as we go. As we get older, our body changes. What was interesting and exciting for us when we were 18 is now no longer interesting and exciting at 48 speaking from experience, uh, we might learn that we've got sick and we learn something new about our sexuality or our body. Um, We might have a conversation with someone that brings us into a whole new way of thinking about the world. They talk about some book that they read where they learned a whole new set of skills and we didn't know anything about those skills. So we read the book too. We learn something new. So this learning as we go through life is part of being human. And not everyone talks about that, particularly as parents, because most of us have been brainwashed into thinking that as a parent, we're meant to know everything. And we are the font of all wisdom for our kids. And it's just not helpful. It's not helpful for our kid to have that model. And it's not helpful for ourselves. So when we revisit a conversation that we had in the past that we now realize was like inaccurate, we can show our kids that we can own up to things we didn't get quite right. Here's how it might look. Driving the car. Okay, we'll be driving the car when we have this conversation. I learned something the other day uh, that I realized I got completely wrong or arseways or back to front or whatever word you want to use. And I need to apologize to you about it. Or I learned something new yesterday and I just realized I had a face palm moment because... um, I just gave you completely wrong information and I want to let you know what that is. If you don't, that's what you could do if you don't feel comfortable apologizing, but I would encourage you to apologize. Apologizing is awesome and it's a really great skill to have and you can model it to our kid. Um, that's really good. So when we face up to the fact that we can't be perfect, we can't get it right all the time, we give our kids this amazing opportunity to see us modeling, taking responsibility for things we don't get right, owning up to it, to the person who is involved, and um, just basically accepting that we are imperfect and, and that's okay. And when our kid sees us do that, it is possible for them to start learning that they can do that too. Because part of being human is learning as we go and developing the relationship skills or the communication skills to be able to scaffold our relationships, right, or to support our relationships as we do that learning, as we get that wrong. So it's a skill that we develop to be able to come to someone and vulnerably say, vulnerably say, I got that wrong. I'm sorry about that. Here's 
the way I want it to be next time or here's what I know to be true at the moment. So by allowing ourselves to do something that isn't quite right, not only do we show our kids that learning as we get along, go along in life is completely and utterly normal, we also model to our kids the vulnerability of owning up to something we didn't do right, taking responsibility for something we didn't do right, and communicating it to a person we care about. We're communicating it to them, and they might communicate something like this to someone else in the future, because we and they care about the relationship with that person and that is super duper duper important stuff and that's sitting in a car for another week where you and I have sat in a car together and talked about something that will help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them bye for now